What's up, everybody? It's Ricky, Sergeant Benny, and we are back. Another episode of Life Through Our Lens. And if you remember correctly, a couple episodes ago, we ended off with Sarge having a little incident. And congratulations, you're going to hear about it today. So Sarge, the floor is yours, buddy. Well, thank you, Ricky, for that introduction. It happened again, boys. I referenced it uh, probably in the first early episodes. I got diverticulitis once again, almost an exact year to the date that I first got it. And it was, once again, absolutely brutal. I was going to say, it was almost a year since you got... So how is it? I didn't know it was recurring. Oh, it's recurring, baby. And it came up like a son of a bitch again. So I'm looking at my medical records right now. I got last year, 6-24-2020. And uh, this actually happened to me over 4th of July, uh, believe it or not, we actually record these ahead of time. I know that's shocking to all of you. Uh, and then I was in the hospital at uh, 7-6-2021, but I definitely had it prior. I was pretty much struggling the entire weekend and just tried to have a great attitude. But uh, eventually it just got to me and I need to go to the emergency room, which I don't know about you guys, but the hospital is essentially a morgue. I think I'd rather go to a graveyard than the hospital i'm in the same same boat as that i hate the hospital i'm never going back so we'll uh we'll let that slide for now but how did you uh how did you know that you had it you still okay, kind of okay. mentioned that uh yeah so the so, holiday but yep so we're gonna go through a little biology wait no sorry anatomy lesson correct or is it biology it's anatomy right i digress doesn't matter so diverticulitis is an infection or cut or, you know, some sort of inflammation of your diverticula, which is this little tiny like pocket in your large intestine. So essentially what happens is food kind of gets caught in there. And going back to 2016, when I first got my first uh, colonoscopy, they said that I had what's called a polyp and a polyp is basically like a, so a normal person's large intestine doesn't have like they basically food will pass through. Well, mine, lucky me shit will get caught in there literally and so like i i can't eat like anything that has like little tiny seeds in it or anything well they'll get caught in there i don't know what i ate but i must i think it was like raspberries or is it raspberry or raspberry i think it's spelled raspberry but i don't think i can pronounce the p in there i feel like i'm gonna be raspberry i feel like i'm gonna be a berry i'm gonna be a raspberry guy i think (laughs) Well, anyways, why fuck- am I saying what weird? Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, fuck raspberries. Uh, Cause I'm pretty sure one of those little motherfuckers got caught in my diverticula, which caused me to get diverticulitis. Not only that acute diverticulitis, which is worse. And not only that boys, I, this is incredibly ironic. And I, once again, referring back to a older episode, I love watching Dr. Pimple Popper and, a lot of what they pop is abscess. And guess who also had an abscess in their large intestine? You did. Yeah, boy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And it's super ironic because I've always would joke with my buddies like, oh, man, I want one of you guys to grow one of these so I can pop it. And little did I know I was going to get one in my butthole, basically. And they couldn't pop it because it was too small to drain. What they would have done is literally stuck a freaking however long of a needle they take the ct scan pretty much all right circle maybe it's right here 
stick it in like uh, in Pulp Fiction when she gets the adrenaline shot in the heart. Hopefully, you guys seen that. In and the then back just, or the front? Did you? Okay, have you seen not seen Pulp Fiction? I have, but like, where would they stick you? Right. So the pain is in like my lower left abdomen, basically where my large intestine is, and it's pretty much where my large intestine and colon connect. Okay. And so they would have stuck a freaking needle in there and drained it, but it was too small to do it. But uh, it was like an inch. I mean, it was bigger than I thought. I I realized I don't know what centimeters, like the, like how big they are, but it was 2.1 centimeters by 1.6 centimeters by 3.2 centimeters. Take out your rulers, ladies and gentlemen, look how big that thing is. And it's just disgusting. And I feel gross, but so guys, it is, so fucking brutal. I mean, it is terrible. The way I would describe it is, uh, so you have a three course meal meal. First course, eat some light bulbs. <laughs> Second course, swallow some screws. And then for dessert, your third course, get some razor blades in there and then digest that shit. It is so, so bad. And I luckily I was so pumped over 4th of July and drinking, which was also just a a terrible, terrible, terrible idea. I just tried to have a really good attitude and spent way too much time in the bathroom, but it was, oh, it was terrible. So it, I, I have a family history, my, like my aunts and uncles and my mom have all had it before. And my mom, who's had four kids, said it is worse than childbirth. And she's also had uh, a C-section. So it, really? I mean, it, it's seriously, it's so, it's so bad. I, I really don't wish it upon anyone. I'm dead serious. It's fucking terrible. So you got it before. And does this mean you can get it again? Is it just a permanent thing? Like you just have an open wound? Yeah. Yep. So uh, I, I, I got some follow-ups to do, but <laughs> so I was just, you know, talking with my doctor and she was like, yeah, you're just super unlucky. Awesome. What 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 a great thing to say. And so when I first went in, I, I knew I wasn't feeling good, but like a normal man, like a male always does. He's like, maybe I'll go away. I don't know why I ever thought it would go away. I like I barely slept Monday, called into work. But anyway, go in Tuesday and I, I'm just like, I have diverticulitis. I, I know it. I've already had it. And like, okay, so they didn't mess around at all, which is nice because usually when you go to the hospital, it's an ordeal. I've been in the hospital way too many times and usually you're sitting there for a couple hours, but they got me in right away. got a CT scan. They come back about a half hour later and they're like, yeah, um, you have, you definitely have diverticulitis and you also have an abs- abscess. And I'm like, excuse me, an abscess. So like this, is, oh, I just feel so gross. And I'm like, wow. Okay. That sucks. Ass. All right. So like, what, what's the deal? What, what happens? Well, they say, well, we're not going to do surgery. I'm like, whoa, we're, we're jumping to surgery. Okay, that's kind of serious. I don't like that. And so they gave me some antibiotics, and I cannot stand needles. Can't stand them. But lucky me, I get two IVs, baby. One in, like, my uh, forearm, and then one, you know, right at the crutch of your arm or whatever you want to call it. And I still got to – still have, like, a nice scar there. But, oh, just – I hate getting blood drawn and all that stuff, too. And I had to get that – my blood drawn, like, three times a day. On a positive note, do you have uh, what nurses would cons- consider, like, porn veins? Yes. Pop them out? Oh, yeah. They they didn't even wrap – they don't even have to, like, wrap my arm. They're, That's, they're oh, bulging. Man. 
Yeah. You might have been the talk of the, the hospital then. Well, yeah. we got a young one. No, literally, it's so some funny. Ones, it's, baby. So, it's so funny because every time it's happened, they're like, oh, wow. It must be uncommon or something. But I will say that the lady had to, uh, she had to take like an ultrasound of like where my vein is because my arms are so hairy. <laughs> but she could see it, but she just wanted to make sure, which I appreciate. Yeah. I, when I was donating plasma in college for beer money, I was always <laughs> paranoid that they would miss my vein because I've heard stories. And Dude, I, I donated plasma one time because it was so painful. The entire, like, they, I don't know if they missed my vein or what, but the entire time they were taking plasma out of me, it was like agonizingly painful. It was terrible. Never went back. Yeah, well, try having diverticulitis, Bricky, and then come back to me, bud. I heard that it went pregnancy, C-section, diverticulitis, and then what I went through. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not calling my mom liar whatsoever. Guys, I, I'm telling you, it's the worst pain I've ever had in my life. And I've dislocated my shoulder three times. That also fucking sucks. I mean, I've, ha- I've gone through some, you know, just some crazy stuff. But this is just, it's no bueno. But, uh <laughs> My anxiety went through the GD roof when uh, the surgeon came in. And if you're a surgeon, you know, usually, you know, when people ask, do you want the good news or the bad news first? When you're like messing with someone's intestines and they kind of have an idea of what's going on, do not start with the worst news, which is probably like a 5% probability to have. So the, the, the surgeon comes in and says, yeah, uh, there's, there's a chance you might have a colostomy bag. I'm like, oh, what? Oh, if you don't know what a colostomy bag, that is basically a poop purse. <laughs> <laughs> so they would they would basically cut a hole in my stomach and then my poop would collect in this bag. And so I'm like, are you you're saying that I have to get a colostomy bag? Like, that's that's where we're going. Like, this is this is what this means. It's like, oh, no, this, that's you have a chance. I'm like, OK, well, like what what else can we do? Oh, yeah, we can just get you on some antibiotics. I'm like, what the? fuck dude why would you start with that oh (laughs) my god you start throwing hands at him like what oh dude yeah i was so pissed i'm like man dude fuck that like don't even bring that up to me right now he's just scalpel happy and he's just like can't wait to carve this one up baby yeah i wish you could see his freaking face after uh he told me that he probably loved it he's probably smiling he's like i just want to get a rise out of this guy he's got a freaking mustache now and i know did the beeper go up uh so it's the heart rate monitor yeah we'll get into that right now why not so one um so i i'm looking at my medical records here and so i I don't know if this was at the time but my pulse was 85 beats per minute at that time when it's not even high oh well normally it's around 41 motherfucker your resting heart rate is oh yeah one of my one of the i will say one of the cool things about this experience spin zoning it uh I had the cardiologist come in because the nurse was like, his, his heart rate's so low. I'm like, I run. <laughs> Not a big <laughs> deal. But she's like, oh, so that was, I don't know. I guess that was one positive thing. But uh, the hospital, man, it's just brutal. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Not as bad as diverticulitis, though. I don't know, man. Pain is pain, but the, the mental pain of a hospital is brutal. I don't know. It's terrible. And then, I mean, so I'm 6'2". I'm not, like, super tall by any means. But apparently... Every hospital bed ever made is for people who are Brickner size because I was just going to say <laughs> my fucking le- I, I had to sleep with my knees kind of like bent a little bit and my back is still fucked up a week later. <laughs> I've been like stretching it and like trying to 
figure that out. And they were super uncomfy. And this bed would just out of nowhere, just like adjust. It was like an automatic, like, I don't know. It wasn't, it was like a, the world's worst massage chair. It was like doing the, what the massage chair would it's, do. You have one of the bendy ones. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did and, they make you sleep in a certain position? Oh, I wish I slept. My God. Well, they, they take your blood pressure like every two to three hours. So that was sick. I'm like, Oh, sweet. Freaking Diane's back taking my blood pressure. <laughs> awesome. That's, that's actually your name, by the way. That was actually your name. Shout out Diane. She was awesome. I was like, Oh, sweet. I was, I was like so close to sleeping so many times and they just kept waking my ass up. I was like, Oh, this is just brutal. But I will say it's kind of messed up, but morphine kicks ass. I can see why people get addicted to it. Yeah. Thank God for morphine. Dude, you sent how much you were getting. And my wife was in shock. I think that what you got was like the most you can legally give someone. And it's oh, like, what, yeah. it's like what you give to people who are addicted to drugs. Like that's the dosage you were getting. Yeah. So the, it took them a minute to like inject it. Cause what they said is like, people will get, I don't know kind of like sick on purpose in a way or like do something to cause themselves pain so they can get shot up with morphine and i can see why it they'll intentionally get ill to go be like hey i'm in i don't know if you like i think like more like hurt themselves than oh like fair enough i'm gonna go get (laughs) you know whatever isn't more like morphine is basically heroin oh yeah i'm pretty pretty sure that's like heroin's a street drug for morphine yep it is and i was able to get it every two hours for the first two days and i definitely took advantage of that because it was it helped dude it helped a lot but it was it was worth it because i mean you literally something is cutting your intestines like as it's passing through like i could feel my farts going through my intestine oh man i know that's really gross but it it was it hurts so bad (laughs) so yeah what's like what's the corrective measure for this like you had mentioned your diet. I know you sent us what your diet was. Isn't that, is that just temporary or do you have to do that? Because if that's a permanent thing, like, I don't know how you're going to live. I am. Oh my gosh. It's going to be brutal. So I'm going to have to cut out a lot of different things. Like I, I did not have a great diet over the 4th of July weekend. Who the fuck does? I mean, America, right. But it's, I I really don't know. And I, I don't, I know I didn't eat any popcorn. That's another thing like the kernel. So like, I can't eat any nuts or like anything that has any casings on it. Right. So anything small, like even rice, I found out I can't eat rice. What? what? Cause it's rice? small, it's small. It's hard to digest and it can get caught in your diverticulae. Dude. If, if my wife's out of town, my go-to meal is chicken, rice and vegetables. So I'd right. die. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> what they sent me was it, I, it's not attainable. I mean, as far as like enjoying food, I basically can eat chicken, salmon, bananas, and like white bread. You're going to be a big smoothie guy moving forward. You're going to buy the biggest and baddest blender and just turbo chop all that shit. (laughs) Popcorn smoothies by Saj. I'm getting, I'm getting the Jamba juice special. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I, I luckily one of my, uh, one of my buddies' moms is a retired dietitian for 3M, and I'm gonna go talk to her and be like, "What the hell can I eat?" Because I don't know. I, I'm not gonna. I can definitely have like fast food every once in a while. I, I don't really anyway. But 
I mean, if I have to like eliminate red meat completely, I might as well just end it right now. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah, I mean, I I love fish and I love chicken, but every day. Yeah, but better than having a a poop purse, right? Yeah, yeah, man. (laughs) I don't know. I will say it would be unbelievable content if I did get a colostomy bag. I'd make the best out of it. No, I don't either, dude. Because no, (laughs) I was just thinking like. Like you don't know when you poop, right? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe we need to talk to someone that has one. But like all of a sudden, it's just like you just feel it and like, oh, I was gonna gotta say, gotta go empty out. Yeah, your shirt just puffs away a little bit. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, do you think you get diaryngus? Oh, good cue. I don't. Well, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent confident, but I'm pretty sure it's just liquid at that point. And do you think there's a uh, different size bags that you can have? What uh, if your bag isn't big enough? <laughs> So you don't shit your pants, you shit your shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would be a new one. Oh, man. Sergeant's trust circle just got a lot smaller. Yeah. I I don't know. People can say that one. (laughs) I'm just picturing Sarge on his fourth pair of socks for the day, his capris on, mustache, no deodorant, Mm. and a poop purse. Yeah. What's up, ladies? Yeah. <laughs> you want to see my intestines? Because here they are. Because you can, like, I, I, so I got one. They, when they told me that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm all over Google now looking up colostomy bags. Basically, there's like a piece of clear tape over your, so like they put it in one side of your stomach. And it, once you like remove the bag, you can see into you. Like you can see intestines. Yuck. That sounds yeah. horrible. Oh, it sounds absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. But I don't know. Maybe there's like some, maybe if I do get one, we can make like some cool little, uh, my mom can like sew me some cool little patch or something on it. Your war purse, you know? Yeah. You'll make the best of it. Hopefully that's not the case. We don't want to have you go down that road. Just, you know, no more red meat, no popcorn, no rasp berries. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm just kind of curious. So they, they said like, I need to have a low fiber diet, which is the opposite of everything ever. Right. I mean, I've yeah. never been constipated in my life, but so I don't even know. So on you know, that note, that's what I'm curious about. So is that, yeah, is that temporary? a few episodes? I don't, I don't know when we were talking about this, you don't have a case of the plugs. That's never been like, it goes through you pretty quickly. So how is stuff getting stuck in you? You think that's like your body's defense mechanism to get everything out? Cause they know, you know, evacuate the dance floor or Sarge's. I don't know, man. Going in. I, I really don't know. I just think my, maybe my like stomach acid is just subpar and can't digest anything. I have no idea, but I, I don't know, man. I, I'll tell you what, I really don't want this again, especially this is a yearly occurrence. Holy balls. This is going to suck. And I'm so scared for this medical bill. Three days in the hospital. No, no. And you're off, you're off the old and parents uh, insurance, right? So back on, it's the official adult kicking the balls hospital bill. I mean, in all honesty, thank God I'm living with my parents right now because I can at least throw my said rent money towards it. But I have no idea what it's going to be. Those shots of morphine will probably cost me a grand each. Who knows? <laughs> Worth it. And oh, yeah. And I so I also couldn't eat for three days. So I didn't eat from Monday at like four o'clock because I, I just tried to eat something. I was like, no, 
I'm just going to go to bed, sleep it off. Right. <laughs> Famous last words of, you know, so many people. And then until Thursday night, and I've never been so hungry. My, my first meal guys, just a good old bowl of frosted flakes. And it was unbelievable. Frosted flakes was so good. It was so good. I'm surprised that's what you went with. Those are kind of sharp. Not when you let them sit in the milk for a little bit, get a little soggy, and then drink the milk after. Frosted Flakes milk. Holy balls, is that some good stuff. They need to make that in a gallon. Maybe actually a tub. <laughs> they, need to, they need to sell that. Sugar milk. Unbelievable. Speak- you could probably just make that, you know, just uh, put a little yeah. sugar in your milk. See, and that, and that also, okay, wait, we're going off tangent here. What, what do you think the best cereal milk is? Oh, Cocoa Puffs, not even up for debate. That's a great, they didn't have, that wasn't an option. I got a wild card. Oh, well, it's actually, it's either Apple Jacks or Frosted Ooh. Cheerios. Frosted Cheerios. Very, very similar to Frosted Flakes. <laughs> Those are, yeah. See you later. Apple Jacks is my all-time favorite cereal. Whoa. But I, I have to put Cocoa Puffs milk ahead of it just because the chocolate like yeah yeah wow so i'm did, were you guys ever life guys like the life cereal oh, oh yeah. yeah dude underrated oh, cereal <laughs> it was underrated. like the healthy cinnamon toast crunch there's no way it was healthy because it was no, way too was, damn good it was totally advertised as healthy it was definitely like this is better for you than all the sugary cereals cinnamon life yeah so good remember cookie crisp oh Let's go. Hey, can you imagine they're just like post is has a meeting? All right, we need to sell to more kids. What what kind of cereal can we come with? Why don't we just make little cookies? Brilliant. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, you're getting a raise. Seriously. God, cookie groups kicked ass. Cereal just kind of kicks ass. Even Remember I even like raisin brand, dude. Oreo O's. I'm not an Oreos guy. Oh god, get I don't like here. Oreos. I'm not an Oreo. What? Guy. You don't like Oreos? Come on. Nah, man. Uh, frosting is the most disgusting thing on the planet. You think you're a hipster? You, like you obviously like Oreos. Everybody likes Oreos. Yeah, who doesn't like Oreos? No, All right. liars, got... liars don't like Oreos. <laughs> on this point, do you like the cookie or the cream more on the Oreo? Really, uh, really important question. The the cookie. My man. Yeah. My man. Yeah. The cream. All right, this is ass. Yeah, the, well, it's good, but it's an accessory. The cookie is the the main entree. The cream is like a little extra dressing on there. It's I had this argument with all my cousins and some of my brother's buddies for months at this point, and they all think I'm a psychopath. Me and my brother say the cookie. My cousin and some of his other buddies say the cream, and I'm like, you guys are insane. So I need to open this conversation to this because cookie or cream guy, pick your pick your poison. Dude, the cream is basically just glue to hold two of the cookies together. I couldn't have said it more beautifully myself. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about this. If you get cookies and cream ice cream, let's just say you took out the cookie or the cream. If you took out the cookie, that's just ice cream at that point. There's That's not cookies and cream. It's less good. Just keep keep feeding me, man. You're, <laughs> you're really, you're giving me so many good points. I, I It's... It's fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't even know they made Oreo cereal. That's wild. Oreo O's, man. Oreo O's. Did you get your O face on with those? 
Uh, yeah. Little office space reference. Nice. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, man. All right. We got to do it. It's called Five Serials. Holy hell. That's we have to. Dynamite material. Um, we're, we're, before we do that, though, we're pre-disclosing the choices. We're not just doing a Yeah, we're going to have to do block. We'll have to do like 15 serials and just get them in there. Because we've already named 10 of them in the last three minutes here. <laughs> we'll <laughs> just tipped our hands a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I could go for some fucking life right now. That sounds tits. Yeah. Yeah. About, uh, all right. Barry kicks. Oh, yeah. 100%. (laughs) Those were good, dude. Dude, I will say the most trash cereal of all time is just Rice Krispies. Just terrible. Just a terrible cereal. It's a gimmick, dude. They do kind (laughs) of like, they're like, kind of like Pop Rocks, where they like, in your mouth but other than that they blow their air they're just like but rice crispy bars kick ass well, yeah. hold on hold on hold on you you guys are a little bit wrong rice crispy cereal is good for four seconds you gotta dig in quick before it gets soggy you got four <laughs> seconds of glory <laughs> and then it's terrible dude it's like that zebra gum that yeah. gum kicked ass for four Entire chews of your mouth. That was, <laughs> yeah. that was just rubber. Go through a pack in a minute. Okay. Wow. All right. There's so many of those too. God, All right. that's so true. Four seconds. Machine gun eating. <laughs> you need a motorized spoon to get it all in. Dude, hungry, <laughs> hungry hippos. <laughs> yeah. Or like mini bowls. You pour like you get like a cup out. You're like, all right, four fr- or four rice krispies, and like a little scoop. All right. I'm gonna ask you guys a question, and be honest with me. Do you want to get it back on the rails or not? <laughs> I could go either way right now. Yeah, I, could I was going to ask right Benny now. about his experience, but I love talking about Rice Krispies. Wait, I want to ask you one more time about, or one more question about your experience in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. All right, so back, back, back to where we started. The cereal train is phenomenal. We'll get to it at a later date. Sarge, I wanted to know if they made you give them an answer based on the smiley face pain scale when you were in the hospital. No, number scale. Number scale now. Ooh. Yep. What did you tell them? 50? Uh, I, I started at an eight. I mean, started at an eight? Sarge, you told me that you just told us that you've had issues. You had pain from like the Thursday leading in. And that okay. You if agony. you read the 10 des- description, you would also <sighs> pull it down. I mean, like that's like your arm is lopped off. I mean, they, it's completely exaggerated and it, it was, it was, it's fucking brutal, but it's not, a, it's not a hundred percent constant. It goes in waves and it, it, oh man, it, it's, it's brutal. It's just fucking brutal. Don't get it. What was but, the description for 10? Cause I have to understand this. If 10, oh, damn it, dude, I, I, an appendage. I, uh, I wish I could remember it. I read it and I was like, okay, I'm not there. <laughs> Bricky, when I, phone, phone your wife. We need, we need to phone a friend right now. No, I, I was in the hospital when I was younger and their one to 10 was, and I'll never forget because I was like, I don't even know how to quantify this. One was a scratch and 10 was you get hit by a semi truck. And I was like, how old are you? I don't know. But I was like, <laughs> I don't know. That's such a wide gap. <laughs> so one is like you get just a scratch, a scratch and 10 you're dead. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty much what the description was. And nine was pretty much right there. And I, I will say, humble break, I have an unbelievable pain tolerance. 
I really do. I've broken all every single one of my fingers. I've been God. I just have all this shit going on right now. My my body sucks. It looks okay, but it's inside the joints, the internal digestive system. My, oh, just not so great. I feel like I'm 40, but I'm not. We're going to get you right. Dude, we got to get Andrea's brother on this for real. Cause he's, that's all he does. Like pain management, like um, concussion stuff uh, as a chiro. Yeah. That'd be very interesting to, to pick his brain on your stuff. And maybe dude, also, I think I told you this the other day, you got to go see a naturopath as well. You got to go see somebody that's a naturopath. Is that like a Jehovah's witness? <sighs> it might be deemed a little bit witchcrafty. If you will, I don't know. I kind of believe in it. It's it's more holistic medicine, and I don't know. They might do like a allergy test, like IgGs for I don't know what the difference is. It's basically like your body's histamine response. I could be totally talking out of my ass right now. I know there's IgGs and IgEs, and your body reacts to them differently, and based on your intolerances, they customize your diet accordingly. So it yeah, should help remove inflammation and make you more regular yeah then there's g easy easy e what the fuck dude i have no idea what you're talking about ice cube and dog <laughs> but no, no I, i'm do honestly i'm down to try anything to not experience this again i i'm a little i have a, a meeting with a surgeon who saw my who saw my mom and my aunt who both had part of their intestine removed to see if I need to do that. Cause that there, there's still a chance that I have to get it removed. If they can just lop off where this fucking diverticuli is just, you know, whatever this polyp, get it out of there. So I don't is want this, this. Is this considered hereditary? I have no idea. I asked them that and they said they don't know. Okay. Freaking morons. But your mom and your aunt, are they sisters or is yes. it your dad's sister? Yep. Okay. And so it, they also, my uncles who are their brothers have had it too. Like literally all five of them have had it. And then my dad had it too. Woo! What? what? My dad Isn't had that it. common. Did you look the stats up for this? I, you, I oh oh stats 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 stats. I have stats. Hold on. Before we go into stats, do you guys eat every meal together? Maybe you guys are just like seasoning salt with glass shards or something. Um, for the most part, yeah. But well, we're eating good, man. I mean, literally last night we had chicken, green beans, and corn. I mean, like. That's pretty fucking healthy last time I checked. I don't know. And a salad too, I guess. I mean, th there was no fruit in there because I had a banana the, like before just like as a snack. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's on the right track. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I can't eat corn or something. You're not going to make dicks for uh, a big <laughs> a Big Mac and fry. You're eating chicken and vegetables. Oh, man. I, that sounds fucking good. Oh, uh, and also, by the way, uh, the TV I had, I got to mention this first because I, I got to post a picture. Of, I just spit all over my mic. Jesus Christ. Uh, this picture that I'll, I'll post once this comes out. Literally, I had Michael Scott's TV. I hope you guys have all seen the episode where he's showing off his plasma TV. This thing, this thing was uh, a 12 incher, baby. It was tiny. I couldn't see anything, but I could hear and Arby's commercials, Taco Bell, Taco Bell sounds so fucking good. Wendy's, McDick's, all the fast food was just blown up in my face and I couldn't eat anything. And it was like, you fuckers. And I would change the channel and the same Taco Bell commercial would be on. I'm like, no, stop it. They're just stop trying to get right the hospitals got a, 
a corner on the market. They're just trying to get more patients in there. They're feeding them like you can't eat anything in here, but when you are going to be fast fooding when you get out of here. Yeah. I haven't had any fast food. I'm I'm actually pretty like conscious right now. Like it's only been, I mean, it's literally been a week today that I was in the freaking ER in the hospital bed wanting to die. One more question. One more question. I've had a stint and I'll talk about it. Did you have a shared room? <laughs> no, thank fucking God. I mean, my room, my room was as big as this computer screen. It was tiny. The nurses were bumping in all the walls and stuff. I'm like, my God, they couldn't get a bigger room here. Like, yeah, we're kind of used to it. But like the the little heart rate monitor is like, they're like, <laughs> they're like wheeling over and it just hit the sides, hit the wall. <laughs> I'm like, and it's yanking on my freaking IV. I'm like, ah, God, stop. Uh, please don't. You're pulling out the wrong plug. Oh yeah. Just, just brutal. But Benny, so you mentioned, I want to hear, I know you've been through maybe just as bad an an experience. Mine was a little fucked up. Mine was a colossal fluke back in college. I was a valet. So the protocol there was you run to get everybody's cars. I was working 40 plus hours a week throughout school and whatever. I just like sucked it up and I had a blister on my foot. It was Thursday night. Got home at like 11, had to be back at 6 to, to open up for all the golf guys. By 9 o'clock, I had the most ridiculous blister on my foot I've ever seen. It was the size of a golf ball. I had to stay there. Nobody could cover, and it was packed. So I literally went to the, the men's locker room and talked to one of the old like the locker room dudes. Jim, dude was a freaking legend. He's been there for freaking ever. And I was like, hey, you got a box cutter? And he's like, what? So I literally cut the back of my shoe off so that I could finish my shift and then ended up going home. I think I sent you photo evidence. I I dug through my Mac recently and it was was bad. It was was the size of a golf ball. Didn't think too, too crazy of it. Ended up going to a ready care. And if there's any advice that I can give to anybody out there, if you have something bad, go to the freaking hospital. If you even remotely think it's like, hey, this is shitty, just go to the ER. The ready cares, God bless them. But they're like, it's a mill. They're like 10 minutes, boom, boom, boom. Went in, they're like, hey, here's a small antibiotic. They lanced and drained this thing. It was disgusting. Four days later now, it's Memorial Day weekend. And my foot is like three times the size of normal. I'm in microbiology class, study biology in undergrad. And I'm like, I'm freaking out. My parents are drinking. I'm like, I got to go to the hospital. My mom and dad are like, hey, it's fine. You know, like you just, just suck it up. Right. Like we're just, you know, wait, wait till Tuesday. Right. Kind of, you know, it's, I guess it's like the holiday. Oh shit factor. And a nurse popped in one of the, somebody else came to this party and I was like, Hey, like, can you look at my foot quick? She's like, I can see it. And you needed to go to the ER right now. And I was like, fantastic. See, I was right. Go there within five minutes. I was admitted and uh it was like extremely bad so they were really concerned about blood poisoning i started having blood streaks or like i don't know like lines started running up my leg which is like spider web veins like on no like kind of like thick like like a half an inch was like running up the side of my leg so it wasn't like painful but you could start to see that it was really starting to spread up which is a symptom of blood poisoning or sepsis which is like not good Bricky, you can ask your wife about that. And so they were terrified right away. Uh, so I got admitted immediately and was immediately on IV Vanco 
for six days stuck in the, the freaking hospital. Unlucky or unlike Sarge, I was stuck with a roommate and it blew. And God bless this guy's heart, but he was just like moaning and I'm terrified, right? I'm an anxious, you know, mental case to begin with. I got some guy next to me dying and I'm like, shit, I might die, right? Like what's going to happen? Sarge, the first blow, this guy comes in, like you said, the colostomy bag. This guy goes, he's like, yeah, you were about a day away from being an amputee. I was like, terrific, terrific. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I was, I, obviously I'm flipping out, right? And uh, it didn't work. It was supposed to, they were like, hey, you should be in and out maybe like a day or two. And what they do is my foot is very red. So they draw lines around where all the like spread is and like all the swelling. And it kept getting worse for two days while I was on like IV Vanco myosin. I think that's what it is. And they were like kind of freaking out. And then I'm freaking out because they come in and I'm like, all right, shit. Like they're nervous. So like, you know, I'm freaking more nervous, right? I'm nervous. I'm trying to keep my shit together all as well uh like by the fifth day in the hospital i was it started like retreating and then uh the fun part came where they had sent in a foot surgeon to do a debridement and uh they were like hey do you want like anesthesia or you want like not anesthesia i don't know like local anesthetic and like a fun pill to get over this and i was like no just get me the fuck out of here whatever it is i don't want the protocol to be longer tell the dude to come cut this shit off my foot and I want to be on my way. So just, just sucked it up. Dude scalpeled the back of my foot. At this point, it's maybe like two, three golf balls in circumference. Massive, massive hole this dude cut out. And uh, yeah, another day on IV. Youngest person to go back home. I avoided the pick though. So I don't know if they ever talked to you about that, Sarge, where they're like, you got to get like a, like a pick line where they keep feeding you antibiotics while you're at home because they're like, you're too young to be in the freaking hospital. I was like, well, I don't want that. So I avoided that, but I had to have a nurse come to my apartment for two months to like verify that all my shit was still like good and healing properly. Cause they literally took the skin down as far as they possibly could. It was like just gross, but yeah, it blew. I am terrified of hospitals uh, for those of, people in minnesota that know me at covid scared the shit out of me not really because of dying but because i was like i'm not going back to the hospital i am terrified of that shit the whole experience sucked pain it, not yes. that bad just like mentally i was a fucking disaster case dude you literally would have been peg leg benny you would have dude, been a pirate I was, I was, I, that, that rattled me. Right. So, I mean, even to this day, I get a cut. I'm like immediately running, clean it off, throw like polysporin and shit on. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> my arm's <Yeah>. gone. <laughs> it's it. You know, it's, it crosses my mind every time the dog, I was playing with the dog the other day, got a little Nick. I'm like, that's it. Going to be a, uh, going to be a righty from now on. You know, the left arm's gone. No way it's making it. <laughs> yeah. But how nice did it feel to just have to be able to hold it over your parents' head that, hey, if I would have waited one more day, like you said, I would have lost my foot. You could have yeah. just had that on them forever. Like, they were like, you were right. You were right. I did feel bad. It's like the, the bill was pretty out, pretty astounding. And fortunately, I was still on my parents' insurance. But yeah, I don't think it was, it was pretty. It's probably worth saying. your foot. 100%. It's just like, as far as like medical bills go, like 
God, that was brutal. I can't imagine like not having insurance. The bill would have been like 150 grand, like six nights in a hospital, yeah. all the drugs, all the other bullshit. How oh, much? Oh, go you, you, you all. Sarge, the one thing, the only thing that I experienced that was like truly painful was after the second day, since like I couldn't get out of bed, they had to do like a anti blood clotting shot did you get one of those it fucking that was a good one man right in the belly yeah dude those hurt like fucking hell and that i remember like every like 12 hours somebody would like come and like it's like oh that was that was the worst part of it yeah and the nurse um that was doing it to me she's like oh you're lucky you're not fat because it hurts a lot more if you're fat i'm like why so because you have to like basically like squish out the fat to get down to like your actual like muscle and stuff apparently i was like oh god nurses are heroes dude honestly Honestly. i got so much respect for them because like the hospital like why would you want to work there i mean no thank you i mean i so i I would like walk around every day just because i just could not sit there and i can't sit still anyway and people just moaning people are pooping everywhere there's blood and they're just you know every day just loving coming in i don't get it i mean i luckily i was i mean i just tried to like be as nice as possible i was getting cranky after a while because i mean i didn't want to be there i was so hungry and those of you that know me well i am very hangry person very hangry if i'm hungry i don't get fed i get very upset i don't think you're alone in that capacity i would be the same if i couldn't eat there that would suck the one nice thing was i was like yo i'm like hospital food sucks ass just to like throw it out there well don't do not be trashing frosted flakes okay no just hospital food oh frosted flakes are fine but hospital food blows so i jello yeah jello and like you get like a breakfast sandwich that's been cooked five weeks i wasn't even able to drink fucking water for a few days it's like oh really yeah no water oh nothing in nope it was it was so terrible just straight iv for fluids iv baby i was just slapping the bag (laughs) feed me did you have to shower there no i didn't i i I had to shower at the hospital it was was hilarious who showers in the summer yeah dude who does that (laughs) he's a lake shower guy yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I I just hate the hospital. Stop I'm doing just glad. that, Sarge. Oh, sorry. I'm fidgety. Could you hear it or something? Yes. He's jittery. He's a jittery bug. Yeah. yeah that's fair. All yeah. right. I have one question. This will probably be a parting shot. How much money would you guys have to get paid to get your foot chopped off? I don't even think there's an amount that I could come up with that I would not want to have my foot one either trillion, one one trillion dollars i don't i don't care dude i'd rather be just like i am right now and have my foot than have a trillion fucking dollars even though i will say some of the stuff in my last job i saw for 3d printing wise and like uh amputees getting their hands like their function back there's a really cool hbo special on it actually it's a real sports segment it's unbelievable it was one of the coolest things i've ever seen you can basically get function back in your foot but I don't mind cutting my toenails. I don't mind my gross ass feet. I do not want to be a peg like Benny almost was. Yeah. I don't know. If I had like a contract with Boston Robotics, that like crazy company, and then like they could figure it out and I wouldn't know any different. I don't know. I just, 
I don't know. That's like, that's like fear factor for me. You're like asking me, that's like my fear. I like amputee. I, I don't think I could do it. I don't care how bad it was. No. I was absolutely desperate for money. What if you got one of those like blade foots, like that Australian guy and you could run super fast. Yeah. And then kill your wife. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then do murder. Yeah. <laughs> that's a dark not, turn. Yeah. I was like, that's dark not the way you planned it. That's like uh, in the other guys when yeah. Mark Wahlberg's like, I'm a lion. He's like, well, comes back with the tuna. <laughs> Me and my 20 tuna buddies, we'll just develop <laughs> a snorkel out of kelp. And, uh, you know, we'll just go on land, not, not full time, but an hour, hour 45, no problem. <laughs> that You're in our territory now. Uh, yeah. Nope. Well, what about you? Do you want to cut your foot off for some yeah, money? Well, yeah. What's your, what's your number? Do you have a uh, Well, a uh, thousand bucks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, when Benny said he almost lost his foot, that just made me think of it. It would have to be a lot. If it was a trillion dollars, I'd probably do it. A trillion dollars, dude. Yeah. There's not even a trillionaire. There'd be one. Well, that was fun, boys. We're going to wrap this up. Thank you all for listening. And once again, spread the word. And if you feel very sick, go to the AR, not the Minute Clinic, because they'll give you the worst blister of your life, and then you'll almost get your foot cut off. All right. Go to the hospital. Take, take her easy, everyone. Thank you, as always, for tuning in and listening to Life Through Our Lens. It's hard to believe, but this is the last episode of July, and it really got off the rails at times. But honestly, that's when we're having the most fun. Just off the cuff. Let it rip, baby. Next episode, we're going back to the OG segment, Kick of the Week. Sarge is a complete wild card per usual. Benny actually has an inspirational kick, and I'm excited for you guys all to hear mine. I think a lot of people are going to find it pretty useful. You boys are slowly learning this whole podcasting thing. We're starting to get a little more structure and putting together a schedule. Nothing changes on your end. Just keep tuning in each and every Wednesday. Or should I say, Lensday? Huh? Huh? Okay. After next week, you won't hear another Kick of the Week segment for about six weeks. We have some really cool guests lined up and some topical points of conversation that we think you guys are all really going to enjoy. But don't you worry. We'll still be flying off the rails and going on tangents. How we went from diverticulitis to cereal milk is just beyond me. That's all I got. We'll see you next Lensday. Bye.